What's going on, guys? Welcome to In The Zone. I'm your host, Garrison Roy, and this is where we learn how to get in the zone. Obviously, every time you play the game, you can't always be in that flow state, and you have to put in the work, too. So not saying that everything's going to be hunky-dory, that you always need to be in the zone, but I always like to share things that helped me, other athletes, other coaches get in the zone as much as possible. Right. And we have different segments for that. We have rants where I kind of go on tangents about some things. We have full length interviews uh, with experts, coaches and also athletes. Uh, and then we have the mental minutes, which is those quick mental game hacks to help elevate your performance. And then today we're going to have a little bit of a deep dive, not as deep as some of you guys might like, but something that I do want to kind of shine some light on, educate mostly the players here on game day lifts or game day training. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any other topics, guest suggestions, uh, questions, you can reach out to endzonepodcast123 at gmail.com. We don't do ads or sponsorships to monetize this show. It's all for you, the listeners. So please share the show if you get anything out of it. And without further ado, I'll go ahead and get into this little bit of a deep dive it may also kind of be a, a rant as well. Um, but, you know, I've mentioned this and alluded to it earlier where it's the lifting on game day, I guess, guide, you should say. If it's beneficial to lift on game day or, you know, maybe even for some guys, it's like, hey, should I lift first before I throw? Like uh, there's, you know, sometimes there's conflict and schedules. And, you know, I tend to see myself repeat the same answer every time, which is also another reason why I made this episode to kind of avoid some of that. But I guess here's some things to consider when you're doing an in game or uh, lift before you actually perform, or maybe you're, you know, one of those guys that's riding the bench, you need to get it in, but you don't know if you're possibly going to play or you don't know if you're going to be called into the game. And I think you should be able to, right? There are pros and cons, but if you are going to do it, you also have to consider and take into account of what you've done before. If you've never lifted or done anything before, you probably don't even want to try this because you're going to be way too fatigued or, you know, the just cumulative uh, workload of lifts and everything aren't just, are not there yet. So I don't recommend this for a novice. But you do want to keep this short, fast, knock out all those main lifts uh, as much as you can or whatever is your lowest hanging fruit to get that. I would say aim between 45 minutes, no longer than an hour for sure. I'd say 45 minutes is that sweet spot. If you can go less, if you can knock it out all in 30 and you're really going through it, I say awesome. I'm also a big fan of circuits. So where, you know, you sometimes guys have supersets or, or compound sets, a superset would be, you know, you're kind of going to um, 
you know, one exercise to the next or a compound set would be something like a single arm dumbbell bench press with a two arm dumbbell bench press. Like you're doing something with that same compound movement. Uh, you're just reiterating those same things. And I would stick to three reps or less per set. You don't want to get too fatigued. I think a lot of the, and even just normal training, I've kind of go gone towards more sets, less reps. One, because I'm getting older and I don't want to injure myself, but also you can have higher loads with those amount of sets. And if you, you know, get to a point where you're at like set number eight and you're like, okay, hey, I'm a little gassed here. You don't have to do all 10. It's kind of an auto-regulated thing there to kind of see where your fatigues levels are. And the other biggest rule of thumb, I think, would be to complete this no less than four hours before the game, mostly to allow yourself to refuel and re-energize those glycogen stores in your body by getting a snack or getting a meal in, I think is really the main point of why I say four hours so that can still digest and be readily source energy uh, available energy for you to use in whatever game that you're going to be in, right? So let's say you're a bullpen guy. You're going to come in on the eighth or ninth inning, and you know that it's a nine-inning game. So roughly, on average, that's probably about an hour and a half already right there. So you can kind of backtrack and be like, okay, we're all going to be doing pregame BP and stuff before here at this time. I could probably get it in maybe early before then. So that's going to give you that four hour window, um, you know, or let's say some guys, they can only train in the mornings, knock it out early first thing, you know, 6am or whatever time you need to do to adjust to your schedule. And then you have all the rest of the day to recover and relax, get mobile, get loose. And you're ready to ride it out for an evening game. It's really simple to do. Um, but also for the coach's side of this, it's more of keeping it a, a developmental approach. You want to make sure that it's based on what the player's volume is, how they're starting to ramp up into it, things, right? And consider, uh, you know, keeping it not to where they're going to have a massive change, but you're still challenging them where I've seen it countless times where guys can still get strong in season, but you're not doing it to the point of where you're taxing them, right? I think a really good way to think about this is you don't want to deplenish their thimble, right? So like ATP being uh, thimble-sized, you know, probably think about it like a shot glass almost of energy readily available. If you're constantly draining that over and over and over and it's never uh, refilled, it's going to be really hard for them to bounce back from that, especially you can do that in the actual session in the day, in the week, right? You got to allow them to recover. Um, but with that, I think scheduling all of that, like I mentioned before, four hours before the game, I think that's also very necessary, but you got to kind of really consider, all right, hey, is this a, a freshman or a guy who's very novice? You probably want to have more just general movements and maybe one or two main lifts in there and allow them to continue on and still feel good. But if this is a guy who's like a senior or very high training age, you know, I say go to town on it. And especially if you know what they've been doing in the past, it's going to help you regulate that a lot. And especially we all have those guys where uh, we have to kind of pull back the reins on, right? Like they want to do so much 
And you got to kind of have to also learn how to, uh, you know, just undulate that a little bit. Obviously, uh, Charlie Francis is a great resource for you guys to look that up on when he was one of the first ones to consider high, medium and low intensity type of training. And I'll actually drop that in the show notes here for you guys to take a look at, Um, you know, so. I think these are just some considerations for whenever you do consider trying to do things the day of. Um, And again, pros, it's going to help you maintain or increase that lifting frequency, help you gain some strength in season, help you continue to move around. Uh, It also could be an activation for you to help you get game ready, right? If you're not overly taxing yourself, you get less Then three reps, let's say you get four sets of three reps and you're primed and ready to rock and roll and they're not anywhere close to your max, like you're ready to just, you know, jump through a wall. I think it's awesome. And it it needs to be had sometimes because sometimes guys can get a little less stimulated through the season. Sometimes power output goes down because they're just not with that consistent schedule. And I get it. There's a lot of away games and stuff like that. So that's why sometimes you have to consider doing this in season as well. And just having a a routine, really, that's really all it boils down to is if you're used to doing three times a a week in season or maybe two times a week, keep that routine going, right? Don't change what's not broken. Keep it. Keep that snowball going. Keep that momentum all the way through the entire season. Um, The cons, though, is, you know, it, it could be unnecessary energy expenditure, If you're not fueling up, if you're not eating enough food, you kind of drain that little shot glass or thimble of energy, like I, you know, kind of alluded to a minute ago, or, you know, whatever kind of thing you want to think about, you don't want to completely empty your cup. You want to keep a little bit in there still, and then allow that time to refill that cup. Um, Could also be a, a con, a risk of chronic fatigue especially for those guys that we have to pull back the reins on. We have to make sure that we're putting in recovery type lifts. So maybe even for these days, you make this more of a movement base, more you know, mobility, more cars or pails, rails, and uh, just general joint movements, flows, whatever it is, very low uh, loads, low volume, could be something to kind of allow these guys to get those priming effects and not over fatigue themselves. And it also could be a distraction, honestly, like it could be something where it's like they're so focused on this that they forget to keep the main thing, the main thing. And that's playing at their best ability. Cause the whole reason why we're doing this is to become a better player on the field, not to become a better power lifter or, better at training because that's not what's going to get you the college scholarships, the pro deals, the contracts, right? That is why you got to stay in the zone (laughs) and make sure that you're not getting out of it, right? Make sure that you have a sound enough plan and sound enough system. And I would even try this a little bit in the off season or in the preseason. See if you can handle getting a lift in maybe one day a week and then also throw a light pin or something like that, or maybe even try it on a moderate day where you're throwing a short box or a moderate level throwing and see how your body responds. If your body doesn't like it, don't do it. That's literally, it's literally that simple guys. So appreciate you listening into this one. 
it was a little bit more of a deep dive slash rant, but hope you guys got something out of it and stay in the zone.